Hello all, welcome or welcome back to And Everything In Between. I'm your host, Mela. Today's episode is going to be about technology, specifically just my general thoughts. There's good things, but I've been noticing the bad things recently, and I just wanted to talk about that to just shed light on it. And I'm going to try not to make this episode kind of cliche because I feel like everyone knows, oh, technology's bad, blah, 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 technology, everyone's addicted to their phones, blah, blah, blah. So I don't want that episode to be this sort of cliche about technology. I want to bring some new insight and hopefully open your mind to really why technology can be so detrimental. That's my main purpose of this episode. And yeah, I think it's going to be interesting to talk about and I'm really excited. But before we really dive into today's episode, I want to talk about Midnight's, the album by Taylor Swift. I just, I need to talk about it. You guys know I am a music fanatic. I love all things music. And it was actually funny because my dad texted me saying, did you know Taylor Swift has a new album? And I was shocked because, you know... I wasn't expecting my dad to know Taylor Swift. I mean, obviously know her, but not know she has a new album and listen to the album, but he listened to it. And we have a lot of the same favorite top songs. So I want to tell you guys my top five, because at first, I won't lie, I wasn't loving the album. It wasn't bad. I was just like, I don't know. I just didn't love it. It didn't connect with me. but. I feel like I had to listen to it a couple times to really say, okay, okay, I see what this is about. I see what you're doing here, Taylor, and I understand this. So here are my top songs. Number one, I feel like people are going to disagree with me on this, but it's so good. Oh, actually, maybe I should start from number five and then go down to one. Okay, yeah, I'm going to do that. But first, number six, it's it's an honorable mention, Bigger Than the Whole Sky from her 3AM edition. I really like it, but it's not the top five. Number five, Lavender Haze. Lavender Haze, I'll admit, I needed to listen to it a couple times to get the idea, but I really love it and I just, I don't know, it's just so fun. It's such a good song. Number four, Snow on the Beach, featuring Lana Del Rey. When I say featuring, was that really a feature? I don't know. I mean, I heard her voice in the background, but she was really doing background vocals, and I wish she had an actual feature where she had a couple verses. You know, even one verse, I would have been okay. And I don't know. It's just so sad because, I mean, they're basically like two of the biggest female artists in like the current music industry, and I feel like Lana Del Rey having a bigger part in the song could have made it even 10 times better, but it was still good and it did have that Lana Del Rey typical musical element to it, so I did really enjoy that. Um, Third, there's a plane outside and it's really loud, sorry if you hear that. Third, would've, could've, should've, or wait, is that even the right, wait, let me look. Going on to my playlist to make sure that's actually the title. I always mix up the order of those. Yeah, would have, could have, should have. Um, I 
actually really like this song. Again, I ha- it grew on me and it's from the 3AM edition. Number two, Karma. I love Karma. It's so fun. It feels like a song straight from 1989. I love Karma. And I think Midnight's is a mixture of all her albums. I feel like the original Midnight's is a mixture of Lover, 1989, a little bit of Rep, and then Midnight's 3AM edition is like lover mixed with folklore. That's what I was getting from that. And I feel like people that are really diehard folklore and Evermore fans didn't really like it because it's kind of a more fun pop 1989, more mature, grown-up version of the album. But I really like it. I love Karma. Like, something in that song is so addictive. I literally love it. And number one my top song from the Midnight's album that I know you guys are, or someone out there is going to be like, um, why is that your number one? Vigilante shit. I absolutely love vigilante shit. And I don't care the first line where it says, it's like, are my cat eyes sharp enough to kill a man? I literally love that line. Like, I don't care. People are saying it sounds so millennial and stuff, but I... I just love that line. Like, I love the whole song. It feels so reputation, and I love reputation. So, yeah, those are my top five slash top six from Midnight's. Um, the only songs I didn't really like, I don't really, I don't like anti-hero, anti-hero. I just can't get into it. I don't like the high it's me part. I just, I don't know. I don't like that part. Also, Midnight Rain. Maybe that'll be a song that I need to listen to a couple times because my friend said she had to listen to it a couple times and she really likes it. And my This is like a major Swifty. And I don't know. I just don't like this slow version that's like starts off the song. I didn't even know that was her voice. I thought it was some random man, but it was her voice just with a heavy filter on it or whatever. But I don't know. Those are my top songs. The album's really growing on me. I absolutely love Karma, Vigilante shit. I love Snow on the Beach, even though Lana Del Rey doesn't have a major part in it. But yeah. Anyways, I actually really like the album. So, now that we've discussed Midnight's, which was very important to discuss... Let's get into today's episode about technology. This episode, honestly... I was walking outside. I was actually walking my dog. I feel like I'm getting deja vu. I feel like I've said this before. I don't know. This feels very reminiscent of something else I said in another episode. I can't put my finger on it. But I was walking my dog outside and I was like, you know what? Today is a really nice day because it's like in the 70s, 70s Fahrenheit. And I was just, this is so nice. Why have I not gone outside today or yesterday? Like, it is so nice. It's a nice fall day. Why is this the first time I'm going outside and it's like 1 p.m.? And that just made me think, why don't I go outside more in general? What is stopping me from going outside and enjoying nature? And then I was planning my episode. I was sitting down at my desk to decide, you know, what am I going to talk about? And... I was pondering why I don't go outside more often, and I realized I think 
it can be traced back to technology. And again, I'm not trying to sound cliche here, but technology prevents me from doing so many things. I don't even realize that it's the reason stopping me from going outside or getting out of bed or going out with my friends. But it's like the underlying little demon here that prevents me from living my life to the fullest. And I'm going to elaborate on that more later in the episode. But that was something that happened today. But then I was reflecting and I was thinking, I recently downloaded Sims 4 on my computer. And so I was playing Sims 4 nonstop. I mean, I was playing for three straight hours and I played Sims 4 instead of doing my homework. And I was getting reminiscent of, and this is going to sound cringy and weird, but I was getting reminiscent of the game Among Us in like 2020 during quarantine when everyone was playing. I played that game for five hours a day. Like I was sitting in my bed and my blinds were like closed, even though it's sunny outside, and I'm just playing Among Us. Like, what was I doing? 2020 was quite literally one of the worst years of my life. But, like, what was I doing playing this game on my phone for five hours? The game isn't that good. But I think it's this addictive portion of technology. Technology has been developed purposefully to be addictive for people so that you keep on playing, you keep on generating revenue for the company behind the game or the app, you keep on using your phone from whatever company made it so that they can also get revenue. And I just wanted to talk about that because I feel like technology really has such a detrimental impact, but we only talk about, oh, it's so addictive. And we don't really talk about just how damaging it is. We talk about it's addictive and, you know, it ruins our mental health or it has a detrimental effect on our mental health. But we don't really address the other aspects technology impacts more subtly. subtly. So that's kind of what I want to hit in today's episode. There are good things about technology. I think good things have come out of every new modern invention, but specifically you can Google things. I mean, I couldn't imagine being a student now needing to research something for whatever project or just searching up, you know, how do I do this math thing? Like literally every day in math class, I'm searching up something about the lesson I'm learning. I'm like, how do I subtract radicals? True story. I searched that up like, not yesterday, yesterday was Saturday. I searched that up on Friday. What are subtracting radical rules? And I was a junior in high school, but I could not imagine not having access to technology and having to go read a book if you didn't have a teacher or someone who knows around to ask. I mean, how are you supposed to find the answer in a book? And maybe this is very painfully Gen Z teenager who has no idea how to use their resources to figure things out. But I just couldn't imagine not having access to Google and YouTube videos and tutorials and TV. I mean, one of my favorite things to relax in the night is I just watch an episode on my computer on Netflix with a bowl of chips. I mean, that is like my idea of relaxation. I couldn't imagine not having access to TV. Online shopping. It sounds so silly, but just think about all the times you've ordered something online instead of 
getting in your car, especially if it's cold outside, driving to the store, going to wait in all that traffic and coming home. Then you decide you want to return it, so then you have to drive back. I mean, online shopping saves us that hassle. So there are good things that have come out of technology, I won't lie. And by the way, this episode is more centered on technology in terms of devices like phones, computers, very much phones. But when I say technology also, you can apply that to the improvements that have been made to the healthcare system, to scientific research, to making the COVID vaccine. You know, that's all thanks to modern technology, more of machines and stuff. But when I say technology in this episode, in this context, I'm more referencing your phones, handheld devices. So obviously, with technology, we have good things, but I I think the bad things can sometimes overshadow the good things. I'm not saying it's not nice to go online shopping and have access to YouTube videos, but we don't realize how detrimental of an effect that has on us until it's too late. Obviously, phone addiction. I'm not even going to elaborate on that because we know the bright colors of the screens are meant to be addictive. The graphics, high quality graphics, it's all meant to lure you in. I don't know if I've ever talked about this before, but this specific story, but I went to Las Vegas only for one night and we stayed in one of the hotels, you know, with all the slot machines. And, you know, it was crazy because it was like 5 a.m. or whatever, midnight, sometime at night or very, very early morning. And there are people sitting at these slot machines, like hunched over, they're by themselves. It's not like they're with friends, just playing these games. And you have these bright colors flashing these promises of, oh, you'll win more money than you put into the game, even though most of the time that's not true. And, you know, that's all purposefully designed to lure you in, to take your money. So that's meant to be addictive in part. And then just simple things like your phone. It's just designed to be addictive. You know, your brain associates using your phone with relaxation and not really having to think. You can scroll past video after video. You can text your friends. It's very laid back and low key. But that all becomes an addiction when your brain is introduced to it every day. Anyways, I have an episode on using your phone too much, so that's not going to be what I'm talking about for a while. But there's other effects of technology that we don't even realize. I mean, some of these things I'm going to talk about, I didn't really connect with to using technology until brainstorming for this episode. And maybe you've never considered this either. But one of the things, or one of the effects of technology is there's less bonding and there's less a formation of relationships. I think people don't make as genuine relationships in real life as much. I'm not saying that people don't make genuine relationships at all because, you know, that's not true. But things like online dating, there are so many online dating apps. And personally, I mean, this is just very personal. I wouldn't want to meet someone through an online app, you know? I want to meet someone through an experience that we share so we have something to talk about. 
You know, I would want to like someone because of something that happened between us, not a details about them that I'm reading through a phone screen, you know? It just makes it a lot less authentic and it makes the start of the relationship less real, I feel like. And I'm not saying, you know, people you meet online are always terrible and it's just a very bad way to meet people, but I personally appreciate, you know, meeting people in real life, forming relationships with people in real life. The same thing goes for meeting people through Instagram, even if it's just your friends you're meeting online. It's just so much easier to connect with people when you actually know what they're like in real life. And, you know, people obviously have been making relationships with others for thousands of years before technology came along. So, really, you can do it without technology, but it just provides to many people a quicker route to forming that relationship and it's a lot easier especially if you have you know social anxiety or whatever other worries but really nothing can capture the feeling of making a new friend in real life like nothing can beat that feeling in my opinion also another thing i've noticed more regarding relationships are people are on their phones during conversations or events with others i think one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are on their phone when I'm talking to them. You know, we're in a conversation and we're having fun and I'm trying to tell you something, especially if I'm telling them something important or I'm ranting or whatever. And when people are on their phones, it just tells me, you know, you don't care. You're prioritizing whatever you're doing on your phone more than the person in front of you. And it's just rude in general. And I try not to do that. Like, I make it an effort not to use my phone when other people are talking to me. Of course, sometimes we slip up. Sometimes we're like, oh, I need to send this text. But it really does send that message out to another person. And it can harm the relationship over time. And I've had personal experience with that. It just makes you feel like you are less deserving of attention than whatever the person is doing on their phone. It's not a good feeling to have. When I say people are on their phones during events, during dinners, during hangouts, during conversations, I already talked about that. But whenever I go over to my grandparents' house, they have a rule, you know, no phones at the dinner table. And this is such a simple thing, like having dinner with other people. But when you think about it, when you're eating lunch, maybe at school with your friends or at work with your colleagues and you're thinking, how many times have we ever just sat down, talked and ate our lunch without using our phones, taking a break to check our phones, whatever. And I don't think there's been a time this school year where that's happened to me and my friends. And It's really sad to think about that, you know, because some of the best conversations, the most deep conversations happen when it's just you and a couple other people or one other person and you're just talking. You're just talking about life. It's that real life connection that can't be achieved when someone is distracted by their phone. I always think back to whenever me and my friends would have sleepovers or we would just hang out late And, you know, I feel like there's always that time late at night when things get deep, 
you know, conversations get deep. You start talking about the future and your feelings, and it's more than just surface-level stuff. And I'm just thinking back to those conversations I've had with my friends when there's no phone in sight, and they're always the best conversations. We always confide in each other and say the most interesting things, and nothing can beat that. But phones, the presence of technology takes away from that. That won't happen if someone is on their phone or distracted by their phone. So that's just something to keep in mind. And having dinner without a phone, you know, those conversations are important. And I hate that society has grown to just become, this is a normal thing. Maybe not in all countries, but where I live, it's just normal to go on your phone during dinner. It's normal to check your phone when you're talking to someone. And I just don't think that should have ever become a societal norm. I also mentioned how life becomes less authentic because people want to document everything on their phones. And I feel like by documenting everything on their phones, they're trying to uphold this image of themselves. They are trying to present themselves to society in a way they want to be perceived as, whether that's through social media or just sending pictures to friends or whatever. But people documenting things on their phone want to appear a certain way to others. But when you're on your phone and you're taking pictures or you're watching whatever's going on through a screen, you're not really enjoying the experience. You're recording instead of experiencing. And I think that's one of the most powerful takeaways that you can get from this episode is when you are looking through your life on a screen, you're not experiencing that, you're watching it. You know, there's a big difference between feeling it and feeling the excitement and rush of adrenaline of whatever's going on versus just staring at it through a screen, holding your phone over your head, watching a concert. I really think it's sad when you see a video of a concert and you just see the whole audience is on their phones. You see the flash of everyone's phones. Everyone is recording. You're not experiencing that concert. You're not experiencing the music and the the atmosphere and the joy that watching someone perform live brings you. You're not experiencing any of that because you have this second object or second presence between you and the concert, and that's the phone. And I went to a concert before. I went to a Tame Impala concert. I think I mentioned this on here. And I didn't record any of it. I took like one picture at the very beginning and that was it. Because I wanted to experience seeing someone sing live. And if I was an artist, if I was a musician and I was on stage and I just saw people recording me and not dancing and singing along and screaming the lyrics at the top of their lungs or just just absorbing the whole experience, I would feel like upset. I would be upset. You know, this is my work. I'm trying to show it to you and you're not really 
there. You're not really present. You're like 90% present, but that 10% of you has been taken away by the presence of technology. That's why when I think of plays, when you watch a performance and they say no phones or like a ballet or something, I appreciate that because then the only thing that you can focus on is the actual performance and you get that experience without the interruption of your phone. And I really like that because it feels genuine and it just feels authentic. Life feels authentic. That's what I was trying to say. The only exception to this rule or not rule but this little statement is when you're taking candid shots i think candid shots are so cool like when you're with your friends and you take a picture of them i just think that's really cool because you get to kind of see what you're like when you don't know you're being taken when you don't know a picture is being taken of you so i think candid shots are cool but you know there's a time and place Another thing I wanted to talk about was when you're laughing with your friends and or you're just having a good experience with the people you love and then someone just takes out their phone and starts recording. Like, don't record. Just laugh with me here, you know? Like, enjoy the moment with me. Don't start recording me. This is kind of another pet peeve of mine, but when I'm laughing or I do something funny and then my friends start laughing, they say, do it again, let me record it. Like, no, you're not going to record it. Just enjoy the moment, you know? Back to what I was talking about in the beginning of this episode, how we don't enjoy nature as much. I realized when I went outside today, it was just so nice to just sit outside and do nothing. It's good to disconnect and it's good to just enjoy nature. I feel like we take nature for granted a lot, especially with technology We would rather be inside watching TV or going on our phones, on social media, instead of just sitting outside. But, you know, not to be a downer, but nature's not always going to be there. You know, there could be a natural disaster, global warming. It's not always going to be so nice. So we need to appreciate what we have now. We need to appreciate the fresh air. We need to appreciate just trees and flowers and wildlife. Just absorb it. Running inside on a treadmill instead of outside in the fresh air. You know, sometimes running inside on a treadmill or whatever it's called, the thing that you, the flat thing when you're like running, I don't know what it's called. Running inside on those things instead of outside in the fresh air. You know, maybe once in a while it's good, but I feel like nothing beats seeing the actual scenery and nature around you and just running and feeling the air in your lungs, the fresh air, nothing beats that. And don't get me wrong, I hate running. Like, I despise it. I don't understand people who run for fun. But it's just the idea of it, of exercising in nature, of just being in nature without the phone. It's just the idea of that. And I feel like That doesn't happen a lot anymore. You go outside with your friends and you're all sitting outside in your yard and you're all on your phones. Like, just feel the air on your face. Feel the wind in your hair. Appreciate the elements that nature has to offer. And I didn't even realize that this was something I do. I don't go outside enough. I don't go outside with my book and just sit down and read. I don't do that enough, you know? I feel like a lot of times we bring our book outside 
or we bring whatever we want to do outside, we bring our snack, and then we also have our phone, and when your phone is there, it just takes priority over the book. That's just how our minds work because of this addiction to technology. So just having the absence of technology in nature really forces you to find a new perspective and read your book. Enjoy nature. Another thing, and you know, this may be a little cliche, but people's health is worse. You know, you don't get enough exercise when you're on your phone. It's as simple as that. And this is more of a long-term thing, but I feel like when you think about, you know, rates of obesity or just people's health levels, people's health levels go down or rates of obesity go up as technology continues to have an impact on our lives. And we don't even realize that we're not getting enough exercise, that we're sitting in our bed on our phones too much. We don't realize that until we actually see an impact and we're like, oh, I haven't been taking care of my body. I haven't been, you know, giving my body what it needs. And I feel like that can come as kind of a shocker, like, oh, okay, this is something I need to work on. And the same thing goes for mental health as well. I talked about in the beginning of this episode how, you know, technology worsens our mental health, but that is actually true. So many times I've caught myself just lying in my bed, doing nothing when I could be doing something, experiencing life. So I feel like that's just something to think about. Um, I don't want to repeat too much of what I've talked about in my past episode, um, Get Off Your Phone. I more wanted to talk about the negative effects of technology, kind of a little different, take a little different aspect or perspective on this. But one more thing I do want to say, technology can be a distraction. If I'm doing my homework at my desk and I know that I can be on my bed comfortable watching TV, you know, what am I going to choose? I'm going to go choose to go on my bed and watch TV. So I feel like going to the library or just going somewhere where you are not distracted is so important. I remember one time, and I don't know why I don't go to the library that much. I just don't. But one time I went to the library and, you know, you can't really go to the library and sit on your phone because that just makes you feel like, okay, this is enough. That just is like a red blaring stop sign in your face. Like, what are you doing? Get off your phone and do your work. But going to the library when I don't really have that option of just sitting on my phone, honestly, it's just, it gives me such a new perspective. Like, this is how much work I could be getting done without the presence of technology. This is what I could be doing. So if you really need to, you know, go to another place. Don't sit at home on your phone or don't sit at your desk at home when you know that technology is going to be, you know, a threat to your productivity. I feel like 99% of people in first world countries couldn't go a day without using technology or without technology impacting their lives. And when you think about it, that really strikes me. I mean, hopefully it strikes you, but it also strikes me. Like, that's crazy that we are that addicted to technology. We can't go a day without it. When you're walking on the street and you see people, almost everyone has a phone in their hands. When you're 
walking and this kind of goes back to that idea of having an authentic life living your authentic life when you're walking down the street and you're just on your phone you're missing everything around you you're missing the smells of the air of if you live in a city maybe of like a hot dog cart i'm thinking of like when i went to new york city you're missing all the interesting people i love to just sit down and people watch like that is one of my favorite things to do when i go to school the building I go to school at where I don't know a lot of kids because it's like all of the high schools in my district, I just like people watching, you know, seeing what's going on, how people interact with each other. The study of people is so fascinating to me, and I feel like it's fascinating to anyone. When I went to New York City, I was just sitting down on a bench, like half the time when my family was doing something or going to the bathroom or getting food or something i was just sitting on the bench in a park walking not walking watching people walk by simply people watching and absorbing my environment just watching what was going on around me at a restaurant a lot of the restaurants in new york city had tables on the sidewalks so we went to one of those restaurants i don't remember the exact name but we were there and you know, all I was doing is just looking at people, looking at their outfits, looking at what they looked like, not to be creepy, but you know, just absorbing my surroundings. And when I wasn't in technology, I just felt happier. I felt like I was getting a new perspective on society. And I don't want to sound so know-it-all, oh, haha, I never go on my phone, I never am distracted by technology, all of these things I'm talking about never happen to me, because they do, that's kind of the whole reason behind making this episode, I realize how much of my life has been altered by technology and the presence of it, so I just think it's interesting the difference in the quality of your life when you live it, just simply live it, versus watch it through a screen, It's really interesting. We need a healthy balance between technology and experiencing the real world. I challenge you when you're done with this episode, and this is kind of my call to action. I know it's cringy, but I challenge you to do this. Go one hour without your phone. I'm going to do it when I'm done recording this episode because, you know, I have friends coming over. We're going to hang out. And we're going to bond and I'm not going to check my phone and text when I'm with them. I'm just going to enjoy the experience. Go one hour without your phone. See what you notice about your life that you wouldn't have noticed before. I challenge you to do that. Do things you love. Do your hobbies without your phone. I mean, the difference between watching TV and exercising versus just running and being alone with your thoughts is astonishing. When you're alone and you only have your brain to keep you company, you just start reflecting on your life. And sometimes that can be scary, you know, to be left alone with our thoughts. Like, I feel like technology has been used to fill that void. But when you're really left alone with your thoughts, you just learn a lot about yourself. You come to a lot of realizations. That's what happened to me in just the five minutes when I went outside to walk my dog. I thought about why I didn't go outside and, you know, I connected that with technology's impact and how it really 
It just indirectly affects so many different aspects of my life that I didn't even realize. Sometimes being left alone with our thoughts is the best thing we can do for ourselves and our health. You can also combine technology with nature. Listen to music when you're on your phone, or listen to music, not when you're on your phone, listen to music on your phone outside. You know, I love music. I've told you guys like 10,000 times. Music is like one of my top four, top, I was trying to say top four and top five, top five personality traits. Oh, I listen to music. Can I talk to you about it? But just being outside and listening to music, but still appreciating what nature has to offer, you know, that's a step in the right direction. So take my advice or leave it. But I'm going to try to take my own advice. And it's been a while since I've talked about technology. And I hope I didn't repeat too much of what I said in my get off your phone episode. Because again, I wanted to discuss some of the more indirect ways technology impacts our lives. But I think this was an eye-opening episode for me. And I think I did discuss some new things. And, you know, if I repeated some things I said in the other episode... It's just good because I'm reinstating that idea and it helps me. So I guess that's all that's important. The most important thing, I know I've said this like 10 times throughout the episode, but the most important thing I think I've realized through this self-reflection is how much life passes me by when I'm on my phone. I just miss it. You miss things when you're on technology. You miss little quirks about the people you love. You miss something funny or interesting happening in the background. You miss life and all the senses that go with it. You know, you don't hear things. You don't pick up on certain things in your vision. You don't feel everything. You just don't experience everything to the fullest. Something that struck me was sometimes I think, you know, fall doesn't feel like fall this year. Fall is going so fast. How have I missed it? I used to always go outside during fall and I used to always go on walks into pumpkin farms. Those are all experiences I used to do. But I don't do them as much because something else has taken over that priority. Something else has become my top priority. And unfortunately, in many cases, that's technology. So just recognizing this fact is helping me right now. And it's helping me put things into perspective. How much or how different my life could be without that presence of technology. Anyways, that was food for thought. I really enjoyed this episode and I hope it wasn't too much of a cliche. I hope I brought some new perspective to the dangers of technology and really the dark side of it. And maybe this was the wake-up call you needed to go outside, experience nature, live an authentic life. And again, now I sound like, woo, live an authentic life. I hope I don't sound too weird when I say that. But I hope this inspires you. It definitely inspired me and I really enjoyed making this episode. Thanks for listening, guys, and I'll see you next time.